Hi, I'm Ben Rizzuto, wealth strategist at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of futures. At Janice Henderson, we are committed to helping you invest in a brighter future for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Fed Day has arrived. Decision at 2 p.m. Eastern. And with it, some optimism for equity bulls. Futures are green as yields come off of these cycle highs. 10-year, 434. Oil's down. UK CPI runs cool. Our roadmap begins with the Fed expected to stand pat on rates today. But what will the chair say about the road ahead? And speaking of forecast, Bank of America hiking its year-end S&P target to 4,600 had been 4,300. Also ahead, sources are telling CNBC that Apple and Goldman Sachs had been planning the launch of a stock trading feature for the iPhone. Mm. The project was shelved last year mm. uh, after the markets did turn mm. south. I worked on it myself, man. You worked on it yourself? The, no, I'm just going to make up a series of things because that's exactly what's called for. We'll get to it with Kate Rooney in a minute. Let's begin, though, with the markets ahead of the Fed decision later on uh, today. Jim, are you encouraged at all by some of the action this morning? Look, I think that if you don't have a um, if you don't have a rate hike, and he talks tough, everyone's okay. So if he talks anything less than tough, then we go back to that scenario where there's that holy 13 percent you get when they're done. Uh, I think that there's a perspective that. Uh, Longer, higher, whatever, take off the higher, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, but there's a sense that the don't worry, be happy S&P 500 target piece by Bank of America, which made me feel so great. This was like, Dave, this is like a gummy. You know what gummy is? A gummy? Yeah, gummy. Yeah, I, I do. decided I was not going to go with the NFL reference. I mean, you could do endorphin drip, something like yeah, that. Okay, yeah, endorphin yeah. drip. All right. I don't know what these are, but, you know. Yeah, Savita has Go a way of making you okay. feel like everything is going to be okay. Well, I just read this and I said, well, you know, this is kind of, uh, it's not like Tylenol extra strength. It's better than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she goes from 4,300 to 4,600. Basically, um, she says you want the SPW, you want the equal weight. Uh, yes. Because uh, that's where sentiment has been, has stalled out the most. Wait, I mean, let's, let's talk about this. Everyone hates stocks. I mean, I, I'm with, I've been with probably... I don't know, literally 10 CEOs, and man, am I tired. Uh, 10 CEOs in the last week. And all of them said the same thing, which, what's wrong with the market? I really kind of hate it. And this, this really captured this piece. This, this piece is good research. And now she was on, Savita was on. Yeah, she's uh, on she's on very strong. Yeah. What? She's very strong. Yeah. I think it's a strong piece. And, you know, U.S. manufacturing renaissance, I was talking to the people in Commerce Department, definitely have that. Likely direct some surprises to positive that, I'm not sure. Because I still don't like this, what's happening with the strike. If, every, if they cave, you know, you got a remarkable situation. Immediately wages go up for a lot, for a couple hundred thousand people. Did you see the uh, Greg piece today on the, on the productivity of, ma- of the factory workers manufacturing and how it has not been particularly good in the United States no, it versus isn't. so many other countries? Yes. I, th- and I thought it was an interesting addition to the debate here as we, as obviously the well, back and forth continues over higher not wages. Not to mention that 32 week, 32 hour work week is. Not to mention Ratner, uh, who knows the car business oh, sure. well in then, the Times, 
saying UAW is overplaying their hand. See, now that is the that's the first guy who said it, and I think they're really overplaying their hand because the op there are options. You know, there are options. These these companies are not pitiful, helpless giants. No, you've made the point that there are many options. Yes. That over time, you could simply move um, more manufacturing to Mexico. That's right. Basically, what you've been saying. Right. Well, I mean, and look, I was I was part of a a unit, a strike unit that came into a textile company in 1977-78. Uh, and we just, we had them on the run. I mean, I was absolutely sure we had a giant increase. And then one day they said, you know what? You guys win, but we're closing the factory. Whoa. Um, Don't rule that out. No, and that's an interesting point again. Don't Carl rule that says out. Ratner was the, uh, he was the car czar there. Yeah. I mean, Ford uh, overseeing the, the restructuring of GM right. and the old Chrysler, Ford didn't, like helping Ford. to re, uh, when the United States, by the way, became the largest single shareholder of both, if well, you recall. I mean, you know, it could be a pincer move. You put, get Sean Fain, he goes further and further and further, and then you find out how much the, the rank and file really like him. And then you say, you know what, we've got a fabulous plant in Puebla. It's going to take us two and a half years, but we're going because they saw David... They saw David Faber's piece about Musk and recognized that, as Larry Ellison said, we have no people, which is people. I'm changing my whole attitude. I was listening to Larry Ellison again. People who don't need people are the luckiest people in the world. <laughs> That's terrible. Barbara's going to call in. And Barbara yes. loves the stock market, and I love Barbara. I got to meet Barbara once, and she's she used to be a fan of the old Squawk Box. Yes, I she did. She used to be in touch with Joe and with me. She's a brilliant person. She trades for real estate. There isn't anything that person couldn't do. I mean, um, she's not from Queens, you know. No, she's from Brooklyn. Thank you. Uh, we don't use robotics as much in our factories either. No. As, no. Again, we again, I'm referring people. now to the, a journal piece today that I just no, thought was, was interesting. Good. People make mistakes. Somehow, I, you, look, you know. But I think the more we talk about this, uh, right? By the that, way, uh, Tesla uses more robotics in their factories. Well, no kidding. Was there, when I was looking I mean, at the background, the stunning background of your interview, maybe we have a screenshot of it. I, di- I didn't see any humans. There were, and there really? are plenty. Yes. What do but they do? They, they make sure everything's oil, working properly. They're in there. They no, there, there, there are. There are plenty of workers at a typical Tesla. By the way, though, their most productive plant is in Shanghai. That, right? That produces more Where autos than any other. They the two million mark Than the any other, day. other of their, uh, their big three. Well, Berlin now. Four, well, right? I mean, but you look at what, I mean, I went to the Bronco lineup. I went to the one that they struck. Bronco's incredibly popular. Everyone that came off was already spoken for. So it's not like they're going after some line that is, you know, a waste of time. Uh, it's not like what Disney did when they cut out those network, those stations that nobody cared about. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying that this was, it was not an idle strike. And people think, oh, well, it's not the F-150. Well, the Bronco is an impossible-to-get vehicle. So they are hitting them. And if they spread it, then at a certain point, I think Jim Farley says, you know what? My grandfather worked on the line. I, I'm, I'm a Ford guy. You people are not Ford people. You're not. You're some sort of agency that's come over and taken over this union, and you do not represent our people. And then they put it jump ball, and then they just say lockout. Now, I've been saying this lockout only because— I know you keep saying well, yeah, well, what are they supposed out. to do? The, it's an existential crisis. If, again, it's an 80% increase— and what they have to spend, and then they can't go EV. So what happens if California says, okay, you need to be EV in our state? You need to, you can't sell a ICE engine in our state After in, in 2028. Right. Now, in tw- well, I would say move it. You know, you got something on your shirt there. Oh. Sick. Let me get that. Can't focus. Okay. You, um, anyway, I think that what happened, I couldn't focus. Um, <laughs> what happens is 
that uh, Farley just says, you know, guys, we're done. Uh, we can't uh, we can't do the ice because if California changes the rule, we're out of business. All right. Well, you, we don't know when that day comes. It's not near. Right. Oh well, President Biden's coming out there, and he's going to really stand with. Well, he's he's going to stand not, with. Is he? No, I'm saying I'm, this is being facetious. Right. I think the White House is pulling. Going to stand with Bill perhaps. Ford for the right to be rich versus labor. No, I mean he's like on the wrong side of history in terms of like what Ford's trying to do with with. EV, and it just is amazing to me that they haven't played the EV card at all. Not once is anyone playing the EV card. The transition. Uh, we'll watch it. Uh, Ford did get a deal with the Canadian auto workers, uh, avoiding a two-front strike. Right. Uh, let's get to Goldman and Apple in the meantime. Sources telling CNBC they had been working on a stock trading feature for the iPhone. Our Kate Rooney has that for us. What a scoop, Kate. Hey, Carl. Good morning. So, yeah, Apple and Goldman, they had been planning that launch of that stock trading feature for iPhones. But the project was put on hold last year when markets turned south. This is according to three sources familiar with those plans. Sources telling me and our colleague Hugh Sun that Apple began looking into this with Goldman back in 2020 when markets were soaring. Retail investors were flocking to some of the phone-based trading apps like Robinhood. But by 2022, when this was on track to launch, markets took a turn and Apple feared its users would lose money in the market, so they were nervous about potential backlash, according to sources. So instead, they moved to launch that high-yield savings account. Representatives for Apple and Goldman declined to comment on this story. The project, though, highlights Apple's big ambitions in consumer finance trading would have added to that suite of existing Apple financial products powered by Goldman. This was happening in the heyday of Goldman's consumer banking ambitions before it really abandoned those efforts. Unclear where the project stands at this point. One source described it as being on ice, another tells us that the infrastructure is mostly in place should Apple decide to ever go forward with uh, those plans, guys. Back to you. Uh, Kate, thanks for that. It's a good setup for a discussion about uh, about both Apple, Jim, and Goldman, uh, as we got Green Sky in the mix today, too. Yeah, look, uh, in my sources, I, I'm not going to disagree with that story, but I will tell you that, that the, when I speak to people at Apple about it, they don't want anything that could cause a loss. Uh, they like they were going with buy now, pay later. They don't have any losses at all. This conceivably could cause a loss, but it would be put on Goldman's balance sheet. But I don't know how seriously this was discussed because when I spoke with them, they didn't think it was an imperative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Goldman continues to retrench, as we know the firm is determined to do when it comes to consumer, which never really amounted to much of its revenues, but certainly has occupied a great deal of time and effort and questions from the media, uh, certainly. You know, Green Sky, obviously, a purchase that uh, they wish they'd never made and now are in the process of selling. Unclear where it's going to end up. Uh, Bloomberg and the Journal reporting a handful of different names. I'm hearing Apollo, uh, perhaps, maybe a, a Blackstone also had some interest. We'll see where it ends up. That's not really the key part of the story. What is, is, of course, is continued retrenchment. I asked uh, David Solomon about it a couple of weeks ago when we spoke, and he was very blunt about and trying to defend, essentially, saying, hey, we try something, and then it doesn't work, and we move on. Take a listen. We made a decision, you know, six, seven, eight years ago when we started this, seven, eight years ago, to also get into credit, you know, for consumers. And there are a variety of things that have changed where we think that we shouldn't you know, enter that space as aggressively. And so what are the what are the some I, of the things? I think the regulatory environment has changed. I I think that scaling those businesses, you know, in this environment is a little bit harder 
um, than it might have been in a different environment. And so we made the decision to pair it back. What I hear from most of our investors and shareholders is they admire that we tried something, and they also admire that we quickly made the decision that we didn't think it was working the way we wanted to pair it back and make a change. And so we made a change. Uh, we're very, very focused on our core business of banking and markets, which we've grown really nicely. There you go. Well, was this just the first loss is your best loss? Because uh, when it was first, they didn't buy Green Sky that long ago. No. And it couldn't have lost that much value so quickly. You'd imagine it didn't. I, I don't know where the numbers are going to end up here. But apparently, I'm seem to be a fairly robust auction, at least. At least some interested parties, some groups. I've confirmed that the story is accurate. But what bothers me is that what kind of, I mean, are you in that much of a hurry to prove that you're not what you went into? Well, listen, that you if, couldn't you, if you made a, a decision, you made matter. a decision to get out, get out, right? Like, why wait? Well, because it might be worth more. I'm not, look, I'm not <laughs> saying that they should, I'm saying that maybe you give it a little time. Look, David, there's an outfit ringing the bell, all right? And there was an outfit that came public yesterday. Clavio's ringing the bell yeah, and going public today. You know, I mean, Instacart Green Sky, yesterday. whoever buys Green Sky, they merge it with some other crunk, with other, some lending company, and it comes public, and we can't hear from 928 to 942 because they bring people from outside, and everyone's so excited, and we call it uh, skyslimit.com. I like it. Right. Well, no, like because it. I'm saying that they wanted it off so badly, and they offset with gains, but whoever buys it, we're going to have to sit here and say, wow, did Goldman ever get fleeced? And, you know, Maybe it doesn't matter. They're making so much money and they wanted to change the profile. Well, they're making more money now and, and certainly will it potentially in the fourth quarter as capital markets seem to come to life to right. a certain extent. Well, Obviously, charged. the debt markets remain very important. The private markets are very important for Goldman. Um, M&A is still in the doldrums, although I am starting to hear real signs so of life. Right. Um, but so the side IPO market, I mean, they were, listen, they were lead on arm. They were lead on oh, Instacart. And, they, you know, they've had... And, Clavio too, right? It's interesting. They bring these deals, and I don't know if you noticed. I mean, Instacart bought it, opened it high, and it's come down. Instacart. What do you think of that trading yesterday? Not so. Well, it was suboptimal. It was suboptimal, right? Yeah. I think you I mean, called the company superfluous yesterday. Well, it is superfluous. I mean, no. I mean, food prices are really high, so what I want to do is tack on a little more. General Mills cereals. Not, not up. another I mean, Blue Apron, though, is it? Remember that Blue one. Blue Apron. They split the stock like I'll never a, forget that. That was like one. 180 for one. We had, the, we had the CEO flying. at this desk, and we just, after a while, I think he kind of gave up after we asked him. Well, like, in he's front like, of yeah, us, right. I think he gave up. He said, you know, you what? <laughs> I can't. You're, right, you're right. I mean, it's kind of a green sky. <laughs> they like, you know, green sky. But, you know, the guy who sold green sky got a lot of stock for them. I mean, there's a guy who did well. Right? Fool me once. You were, you were Goldman. <laughs> I mean... Excuse me? You, I mean, mean you did the character story. You did the great interview. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You didn't do Greenside. You mentioned beat it. You took a beating on Greenside. Yes, they will have taken most likely. We'll see what the price is. 500. 500? No, it's what you said. Wait, what? No, I'm saying what the story is this morning is accurate. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh I, know, I know it's being sold. Yes. It, no, the price is accurate. We're going to watch, certainly, uh, Cart and Arm and Clavio, of course, uh, ringing Clavio. the bell uh, this morning. We'll talk some oil. Got some reactions here on, on where it's headed from Goldman, J.P. Morgan, and, of course, Kramer yeah. last night. We'll get to some comments from the B of A CFO on the consumer, General Mills and Cody, and calls on Disney, Pins, and Dollar General when we return. The spirit of performance defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. The bottom line, the charts interpreted by Carly Garner suggest oil could easily make a run for the low triple digits if it clears this final hurdle around 92 bucks. But based on everything else she's seen, she doesn't expect $100 oil to be particularly sticky. In fact, Garner would turn the bear bearish the moment we hit 101. Plus, a month from now, the seasonal pattern turns against crude. So as she sees it, there's likely one last leg higher before the relentless oil rally finally fizzles. I, myself, am very concerned about that one leg higher because I think that's going to cause a lot of chatter about how we're about to go finally right through the moon because these bulls can't take it. These different analysts at all these firms, they just all of them, all of them are going to come out of the woodwork and say we're going to 150. That was Jim last night breaking down the path for crude. Uh, kind of rhymes with what J.P. Morgan and Goldman are saying. Yes, uh, look, Carly Garner's been, uh, just so you know, and she's a great technician, and she called the top I- exactly last year. So I went back to her, uh, and she said, "Look, we're going to revisit that top most likely because there's still a lot of buying going on by big speculators who do matter." Uh, it will be hard to break through what happened last year, but David, the United States is still not providing. The, the additional oil, but what happens is the is the cure for higher prices, high prices is higher prices, right? And so you will see these guys break ranks typically at this price. Yeah, we had Kaplan on, you know, the old Fed. Uh, I like him. I mean, he's not old. He's very smart. Yeah, the the former Fed, uh, Texas, uh, Dallas Fed. Yeah, and he was talking about you know the energy transition, which of course they talk about a lot down in Texas, especially. I remember being with Exxon Mobil during the period of time when I was doing that and how long it's going to take and the fact that we're going to be undersupplied for a longer period of time. Um, Even though we're at highs in terms of production, we could be doing more. At least that seemed to be what he was saying. Right. And we're certainly not drilling more because everyone's trying to, the discipline in the Permian is incredible that these guys aren't breaking ranks and starting to drill more. But they pretty much had their their fixture of what they were going to spend and they're not spending anymore. But they can pump more. They can high grade. They can go after uh, there's certain already drilled wells that they can start selling. In the last three weeks, the, the data from the International Energy Agency shows that there is a pickup, but not enough. And it is incredible to me that the Saudis, it's like, do they want to elect a Republican? Because the Saudis are making it. They're the ones that I would say are keeping oil too, too high. Do they want to elect Trump? Good answer because on the podcast, you'll absolutely shut me down. 
I mean, X recession, they're holding back uh, on production by the most in a couple decades. I, I think it's extraordinary. Yeah. And they, look, this is an election issue. I mean, gasoline has historically been an election issue. So yeah. it's something to monitor, but I think oil's going high. Uh, it will be an issue soon, uh, politically, if not already. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash when we come back, talk a bit about the effect of the higher gas prices on the consumer with the number of calls out today when Squawk on the Street returns. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Canva. Welcome back. Time for a mad dash. We've got an opening bell six and a half minutes from now. It's going to get loud here, by the way, with all these yeah. employees from Clavio. I think they've got at least a third of the employee base here. Uh, let's talk a little Dollar General. You know, yesterday we mentioned Target, of course, which has been quite weak in terms of as a retailer and, and the stock price. This thing has been ugly. Now, uh, Matt, Matt Boss went to talk with them, and David, uh, they had fireside chat. They went from hold to sell. Highly unusual. Uh, this is uh, Dollar General's core low-end consumer is already at a stress point. The middle income is not going there. Now uh, you tell me, Jim. Now? He, he, okay. He, he, if you talk to Matt, he's not been really recommending the stock. He, right. Like, like, you know, did he have a sell on it? No, he, he was just telling you, look, this is not one of my favorites. So it isn't like he was pushing you in it and now he's changed his mind. But he now he's like, like saying actively avoid it, maybe yes. even short it. Well, I would, you know, he, look, I think if you were a hedge fund manager and you got this report, you would short. What's the issue? Their, it's their, their customer base. I mean, their customer base is just really, really hurting. Um, and they're just not delivering anything that, uh, that I think is that valuable, but materially elevated levels of shrink. Okay, this is the stealing thing again. Okay, they got the stealing thing. Why is their customer base hurting, though? People are employed. Well, because, because of the student loan cutback, because of, uh, you know, it's very interesting you say that, because their higher fuel prices are being pointed out as something that is hurting their bottom line. Uh, student loan repayments is pointing out as hurting their bottom lines. Uh, excess savings for the middle-income cohort on pace to be depleted by the end of fall 23. Now, that's different, by the way, from the MasterCard data, which shows that uh, that, that won't happen. But this is, this is a really bad situation, okay? And I... I don't know what to say. I know well, Matt for many, see. many years, and I've not seen Matt go point blank and say, sell. We got to go. We got an opening but I would not own this after. I'm okay. not, he's not saying We got to go. We got to go. Got another IPO to watch today. Marketing automation company Clavio going public here at the New York Stock Exchange. Pricing at 30, around a $9 billion valuation. Numbers that kind of sound familiar this week. Well, look, this is enterprise software, and there are uh, hedge funds that have made their careers on enterprise software and buy every one of them. Uh, to me, this one feels a lot like uh, Salesforce meets, uh, when Salesforce bought exact target in Indianapolis, and then merged that with Tableau, it feels a lot like that. And then throw in Twilio for messaging. If it's a one-stop shop, it doesn't matter. We have price this thing where it works. That's the whole point. Get three in a row, price where it works. David, this deal, if 
CNBC real-time exchange at the big board, as we said. Marketing automation company Flavio celebrating its IPO. We'll talk to the co-founders and CEO in less than an hour at the NASDAQ. Sigma Lithium, maker of EV batteries. And here I was going to talk about pet food. Only my dogs in the oven of bark over that. Typically at 4 a.m. said they're not spending as much on pet food. There was a downgrade, David, you want to talk about downgrading low, of Chewy today, and General Mills is saying that the consumer's buying value or you know, uh, price packs. Now, what I think is most interesting is that I'm not hearing a whiff of complaint by the dogs. <laughs> not one. David, the dogs have not complained. They're hungry, and they don't care. But... General Mills has benefited from raising prices overall, correct? And, and a lot of them are sticking. But you know what? They're sticking right now. Costco has gone after every company, is going after every company that hasn't rolled back prices. And I think what's interesting, Carl, is that other than Coke and Pepsi, they have been able to duplicate what everybody does and charge a premium for it because they make premium food. But it's still underneath them. So I've got to tell you, if you're going to sell it, If we were judging uh, the IPO window by volume, you would argue it's There's obviously a 12th man situation developing. A 12 what? This is a Seahawks situation. 12th man. Oh, I see. And this 12th man is very, very good. Yes, they're good. The 12th man, by the way, when the Cardinals played the Giants, started to reference it, what belonged to the Giants, which I thought was interesting. But again, I mean, enterprise software, I got to tell you, and and I'm a schooler in enterprise software, they're literally, enterprise software, I'll buy Market buy. I'll, I'll take one fifth. Right. Now, David, you, this anchor tenancy—that usually was a mall concept until the IPOs, the bankers decided, let's make them work. We saw it with Arm, with some what they call these cornerstone investors. We saw it again with they Instacart to some extent. In fact, we pointed out with Instacart many times, much of the offering was already going to those. And therefore, you only had $200 million of stock being sold broadly. By the way, that changed hands yesterday numerous times. Right. 
given the volume but, and the actual stock that was available. You can see what's happening with Instacart, but, though. But it's not. After that first trade, I it's been nothing you, but down, Jim. I told you that this is not the right time to have an expensive service that makes it so that you're paying more for food when you're paying when it may be referenced by the Fed today how much food prices have, have just as you pointed out, David, they've not come down. The the, well, the, the purveyors. Gen- General Mills and McMillan and Kroger have all talked about moderating inflation. Well, the thing is is that when you look at the um, the store brand from Walmart, which I know David, when you got when you buy it, it's every bit as good. Like when you get those canned string beans that my mom used to serve. David, I we could do a taste test. You would never know the difference between them and the and just string beans that I would buy and cook on my own. You mean? Yeah, I see. Trade down? Why not? Yeah. What are you embarrassed when you get in line? I wasn't embarrassed. Not like when I was shut down for my Kohl's credit card, which was completely a, embarrassing because there were stores. 10 people behind me. I couldn't get Kohl's cash. It was like Confederate money for me. That was embarrassing for all of us, Jim. It was embarrassing. All of us connected to you. Notice, did you see the mortgage the mortgage application data today? Plus five. Little, go uh, back to little refi coming back. Yeah, go back to Lenore, too. Refi, absolutely. There's, with the 30-year fixed at 731. I think that there's, I know. Well, one of the things that Lenore was telling me is, is that the consumer is ready to pay more and understands they have to pay more. At the same time, they only build 1.2 million houses. That's like a fraction of what we need. We need 2 million houses in order to be able to get the price down. So we're missing 800,000 houses, but there just isn't enough land, the environmental issues. David, it's hard to build a home in this country. It is an interesting journal story today that it's also even those, the big institutional owners of homes, invitation homes being number one, I think, having a hard time these days buying new ones. And in fact, have been selling some out of their portfolio because uh, it makes sense to do so because you can sell at a so-called cap rate that's very, very low. Well, what's happened is is that let's say you bought a uh, 100-acre parcel and you would do 10-acre single family, which is huge, the, the holdup is endless. Endless. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not something, I think people just felt they could turn on the spigot. I mean, these companies really understand how to, how to get through the laws, legally, of course, and the, it's just taking forever. So they're not able to capitalize off of what's happening. They just can't. All that said, uh, the CFO of Bank of America spoke today, said it's hard to see a recession when consumer spend is still growing four plus. Yes, that's your MasterCard too. Uh, not seeing any asset quality right. issues yet. Um, loan growth has been a little disappointing. Take a listen. Right now, when we look at our credit card and our debit card payments, people buying things for, in their everyday, we can still see elevated consumer buying behavior up 4% year over year. That's come down very considerably. The Fed is having the desired effect. It's it's coming back to something that we would view as being more long-term trend, more normal, and the consumer spending 4% more year over year. That said, it's difficult to see a US recession when the consumer is spending 4% more year over year. So you can sort of see why people talk about pushing out the recession longer in the United States. Consumers still in very good shape, uh, commercial still in good shape, and there's some signs of slowing at the margin, but um, the economy's still in, in, a, in, a fine, in a fine position. 
Uh, they're spending on Amazon. They're spending at Walmart, spending at Costco. They're obviously not spending a lot of other stores. Uh, they're still going away, but not as, as much as they were going away. It's not as easy to find where the spend is. But, David, it's important that you understand that Alistair Borthwick is an insane Eagle fan. Uh, I have heard that. Insane. I've heard that he is a, as big or bigger Eagle fan than... No, I'm not going to disagree with that. He's, uh, he's also just an incredibly cool guy. I mean... And when he said this stuff, I said, okay, look, this is the new rap. Uh, and I said the MasterCard numbers came out too, which is that spend's okay. It's just that we can't find out where they're spending. I mean, uh, we look for it. Is it Carnival? Is it? I keep coming back to Amazon and the number of people they're adding. Amazon is just where Amazon has become the de facto. And when I saw the Dollar General sell, I would have thought that with the trade down, they would be the ones. No. I just think it's just Amazon and Walmart and Costco. Amazon adding 250,000. Yeah, uh, more than last workers. year. And Jassy's got year. a total. Jassy Target adding 100,000, similar to last year. But, but Amazon. Quarter of a million people. I mean, even if it's only for a couple of months, it's a big number. People. Yeah, I don't know. Where's Amazon? Where's Jassy going to find them? I don't know that Jassy's out there looking specifically himself. No, he's out there trying to look, watch a giant game. Maybe he's got the package, you know, because you can do that four box. It took a while, but we got to the NFL exactly. references. We, we started we got, to get we, the in abundance. We threaded that needle. It, it, it took to about a half hour, and then they started to come. Yes. Um, maybe, Jim, they're spending at Wing, upgraded today, okay, at so Webb Bush. Yeah, that's what, maybe pins, two upgrades today. That, that's why I have Wingstop one tonight. Now, what people don't realize is that Wingstop, a lot of these people are talking about the moderate, they know how to moderate the price of Wings. Wing is franchise. So you keep got to come back to Planet Fitness. What happened at Planet Fitness? Well, apparently, uh, there wasn't a lot of growth in, in, uh, in franchises. Now, I once uh, asked Wingstop whether I could have a franchise. And they said, sure, show me the other 10 franchises that you run. They are, you've got to have a really good record in a McDonald's or a Burger King in order to get a Wingstop franchise. And I don't think people realize how lucrative they are. Plus, they're putting ads behind. I wanted to say where they're putting ads behind, now I can't. Mm. Where they advertise a lot. Why? Because you're going to get mad at me. Football. Oh, gosh. It's football. I... <laughs> you, you, you broke I, him, David. I know. You broke now him. I, now I feel terrible. I'm housebroken like a I, pet. It's okay. It's okay. And the okay, Eagles thanks. are 2-0. Right? Thank you, yeah. Blue Buff. I'm not kidding. Borthwick sat next to me a couple games. And he's also, I think he's like, you know, he's got a British team or something. He has peace of or something like that. But, uh, I mean, he was hard to hear over. Uh, Jim, uh, on chips, we got the upgrade of Micron the other day. Right. Today, two bullish notes on Western Dig. Yeah, both, I both those shares doing. We had the Intel well, meeting yesterday. Oh, that's Th- right. that, and yeah. that didn't go well, frankly. Well, they, they scared upside. people at, uh, about margins to a certain extent. I oh, listened well, to Pat Gelsinger when he uh, did an interview with John Fort later in the day yesterday on CNBC. I mean, Gelsinger was still talking about staying on plan for the, for the next generation, he for Gaudi 2, Gaudi 3. He bought a lot of business, and that's an expensive proposition. What does that mean when you say that? Well, just listen, we'll sell it to you for much less than AMD, and that's not what I want. Western Digital, periodically, there's a takeover rumor, David, since 19, what? When was that? Yeah, 1998? Yeah, or yeah. 90s. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. you know, it's going to get taken over. I mean, that was one, one of those things when, when you're a hedge fund, it would be like, and, and this one at Western Digital this weekend. Western Digital this weekend. It's like I remember, and then Western Digital at the end of the year, on like you know December 31st at 
5.30, they pre-announced a bad number. Who, now, who does that, what quarter does that belong to? The next, the next group of uh, LPs or this group? Yeah, there are. Uh, do some I of like those the semis? I think the semis are all pre- prepped for the end of the third, the, the worst drought, PC drought in 30 years, which is rather amazing. Well, I'll tell you but, one thing. I mean, I'm sorry, Carl. Go ahead. I was going to say we started the hour talking about the B of A uh, target up, upgrade. A lot of that's right. based on um, investment, uh, AI, and infrastructure. Caterpillar. Uh, one of the best performing down names today you know, after that deer downgrade yesterday. Yeah, and the deer downgrade was interesting because we're supposed to have a super cycle in food. David, when you hear super cycle, sap, uh, fran- fracking sand, remember that one? Yes. Two out of three went bankrupt. The coal super cycle, all three went bankrupt. The, uh, the food super cycle, because 13% of the calories were taken out because of Ukraine, Ukraine. and Russia, yeah. it turned out to not be a super cycle. No. Beware the word super cycle. Beware of super cycle. I guess the lesson from, uh, from today's Squawk Street. Absolutely. Um, but Caterpillar, the short position in Caterpillar, you know, Jim Up will be, if you take a look, see where the J is? That's where the, well, the J after the M. That's where Jim Up will be came to a, 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 actually to a broker that had a neutral on it and basically said, guys, you're going to be dead wrong. The infrastructure money that's coming, that's what matters. And look at that. Look at that. You have to believe. It's, meanwhile, isn't it all about AI, 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 AI? Not, not with generative AI. Not with them, but in general for this market. I mean, I, uh, Carl mentioned it in terms of the B of A outlook. And it comes well, up so I, often for so many companies that are not at the heart of it well, even at this point, but that are looking at generative AI and what the applications ultimately will be and how it can aid their productivity and when they're going to be able to commercialize certain products associated with it and well, or use it internally. Well, let me give you the use case that I keep hearing. Okay, so you're, uh, I don't want to use a particular bank. You're the Bank of Kramer, okay? okay? Community Bank of Kramer. You can go in and you can say, all right, look, uh, I want to lay off people. I don't know who to lay off. I don't know what levels to lay off. I don't know how many to lay off. Here's my table of employment. And it will come back with a number and what you should and who you should lay off. It has that. Right. That's a pretty good use case because efficiency matters tremendously. Efficiency does. Now, At some you point, that? you're going to be able to have a personal that assistant that, right that really knows how you think about everything. It has it right now. It has tremendous data. And I think that if you're a major banker and you're trying to figure out how to get that efficiency ratio good, boom, AI will work for you. And I think people understand that's happening right now. So you're I mean, into the long-term productivity absolutely. bull story. That's your Denny point out. They have all the data. They have you know the training data. You can ask uh, low code, no code, ask as I just asked, and you will get an answer and you'll have a benchmark of who you have to fire and it will, it's based on everybody else. Uh, I, I don't think Salesforce would disagree with that and they work with a lot of the big banks. So yeah, I mean the use case is rather ama- amazing and it has to do with finding out what everybody else is doing without not, it's anonymous. It doesn't say, listen, Bank of America is doing this bit. But you have the right data, and the data says you can fire all these people and you'll be fine. I think it's pretty imperative that, that banks do it. My understanding of the banks, a couple of the big banks that I've spoken to, they're, they're testing generative AI internally at this point, yeah. but they have yet to really no. roll it out. To, to be something that's part of their daily But I think it's happening. It's work. happening now. I mean, they're all looking at it. 
Yes, they're not without ignoring. a doubt. They're looking no at it. No one's ignoring it. Everybody's experimenting with it, which all goes back to the, the case for why the market may ultimately be big enough to accommodate both an NVIDIA and an AMD and even one day an Intel if they well, ever Well, you know that the rap against entirely. NVIDIA is that they're charging a great deal. Well, why wouldn't you? Exactly right. That's what I said. But I saw Frank Slootman from Snowflake get into it at, at his investor conference with Jensen, basically saying, look, you're charging too much. And Jensen's saying, well, we have to get our investment back. And then uh, Frank's saying, well, how about a coupon? Listen, I mean, I'm the only game in town right now. You don't like it. Sorry. But what I'm saying, he comes up with something in the then next Then NVIDIA's going to have to lower price. Well, that's the big worry. That's why or people, they're going to lose. They're going to start to lose share. Well, look, okay. NVIDIA's, NVIDIA's down 100 hope, right? NVIDIA's down 100 points, so you spend a lot of time trying to figure out why. And the answer is, is that there's a lot of people who are upset that they charge so much. But why not? Yeah. AMD, by the way, is the best, best name right now on the NDX. That's interesting to watch. Jim Cody, we haven't mentioned uh, raising their that was sales hot. growth guidance for the first half of next year. They were at 8 to 10. They go to 10 to 12. I thought that was There's amazing. another bullish vote for the consumer. I agree. I mean, but yesterday, uh, your, your slips fate. Uh, Elf was down the most it's been in ages. Uh, Estee Lauder was down a great deal. And Estee Lauder, a lot of people feel, is related to China. Uh, so Cody's actually the outlier. I thought that was very impressive. Also, we didn't really mention, just briefly, uh, UK CPI coming in quite light. Uh, yes. Uh, and now we got some different odds on BOV. Uh, I know. I mean, uh, I, I was wa- watching Frank Holland today, and I said, we have been, the opening has been so controlled by Europe, I think we can get a pop off just off of England. And, uh, you know, it, it tends, people don't realize how much the first hour is controlled by the book being sent over. But it was very, very positive. And when we get the, they say, the semi-cap equipment, which has been a just real dog business, well, it's doing well. We need aerospace to do well, David. We need infrastructure to do well. Okay. We need banking to do well. Okay. And we need tech to do well, and then we're off the races. So well, you're, anything that's you like missed a, there? It's a good early cycle playbook. Yep. It is an early cycle playbook. Exactly right. Exactly right. And if you read the Bank of America piece, the Don't Worry, Be Happy piece, yes. you would feel so much better than you than you look, certainly. Thanks, Jim. You'd be feeling as good as, say, the Dolphins, or... uh, Yeah, yeah. say the... Right. (laughs) What what exactly are you wearing? (laughs) I'm wearing jeans and a very sporty sport jacket. It's a great blazer. I like it. You know, maybe he's been to the Burlington and Coney Island. Have you been to that one? No, I have not oh, been to any Burlington's. One. That's None. a killer one. You're Zero. 42 t-shirts for $5. That's ridiculous. That's, well, that's a waste. It's called, it's called hyperbole. Okay. Hyperbole. Uh, yeah, well, you would know your way. <laughs> hyperbole in you? Really? The Burlington and the Wendy's. That is the best Wendy's I've ever been. That's the one where I gave my name as Beethoven and my wife was very embarrassed. The Baconator? Is that yeah, so, well, I, like to, I never want to use my real name when I... That's your chance to be Mozart. Don't you ever want it to be like somebody else? When you bowl, I mean, you go to Wendy's, you can pick who you want to be, and no one's ever going to dispute it. Be Thobbin. Got it. Not kidding. As we go to break, let's check bonds, obviously awaiting the Fed decision this afternoon, and the presser and the dots. Uh, yields are down across the board, not by a lot, though. Two years still above five, it ten year, uh, four, three, it three. Yep. We'll be right back. Disney among the Dow laggards, not by much, but for the second day in a row. A bunch wow. of reactions to the CapEx allocation yesterday at the parks. Uh, most notably, probably B of A, uh, which does cut from 135 to 110. Says a number of Iger's initiatives uh, could take several quarters, if not years, oh. in their view. I we'll mean, get- obviously, nothing's 
Look, when, when you're in a, a trouble, look, you can put your money in media. Everyone thinks media is a terrible business. So he's putting it where the parks are, which is a great business. What is it? It's supposed to happen this quarter? I mean, that's what happened. That's what they went wrong. They went wrong with the Disney Plus. They went wrong with trying to say, listen, we're going to have the best movies and blah, blah, blah. No, he's putting his money what in what has the, is the most valuable thing. Is he looking at the next quarter? Clearly is it the not. most? It's the most. It's the key growth driver now. Yes. It's no longer streaming. No, it is. That's where the money is. Now, the one thing that we all worry about, and David, you're closer to it than anybody, is people are saying, how can he do this ahead of having to pay what could be humongous amount for, for Hulu? We'll be following the uh, the assessment of Hulu's value closely. That'll play out over the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, Dow managing, though, to uh, to make a nice opening pop here up 140. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a minute. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. I thought Tolstoy died, died years ago. It turns out he works at RBC because this IBM piece is just so big it has to be done by him and War and Peace. But it's fueling the machine, the machine outperformance, a very positive piece. Uh, talking about software, talking about when they got rid of Kindrel, that was a good move. Kindrel, by the way, has also been a terrific stock. Uh, hybrid and Gen AI. What I thought was interesting is it trades at a big discount to its peers. Uh, it, this, IBM is doing very well with stock ever since they, they uh, offloaded Kindrel. And this is basically a piece that explains why that is. It's a very powerful piece, and IBM is very inexpensive, so you can bet it's off to the races today. Wow. Maybe the most constructive I've heard you on, on the Well, I mean, side. this is just a you know, very, very positive piece, and people aren't focused on IBM, and they can do some of the parts, and they could do uh, this is the way to be able to get on uh, on the cloud, the way that, remember, they have hybrid. It, this do, is a very, Hat, very yeah. smooth story. And uh, I, I, I like it. I like anything where I can buy something for 10 times 2024 earnings. Pretty expensive. I mean, that's the same model you put on a, on a steel company, right? Tonight, uh, yeah. Tonight, yeah. I have Wingstop, and again, that's a franchise story, not just a wing story. And then I, Trex is the kind of uh, that faux wood. Yep. Uh, I have to find out what the consumer is doing because where are they? Where's Al- Alistair Borthwick says they're spending? I'm going to find out where, and it's not just on a cold beer at. We'll see you at 6, Jim. Mad Money, of course, uh, tonight on CNBC. When we come back, the co-founders and the CEO of Clavio going public today. Back in two. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. 
Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.